Man, I hate Tennessee because first of all, it's Tennessee, and I I, I just hate them because they 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 low down, they dirty, they some snitches, and I hate Philip Farmer. I hate their colors. I'm not a dog person. I I just hate Tennessee, man. Like, and I I hate Nayland Stadium. It looks like a garbage truck worker convention, and I hate all their quarterbacks. I just I hate Tennessee, man. Describe, their, describe what you feel about their colors too. That it, it, it reminds me, it, and it's not that orange that you can stand. See, I hate Tennessee more than I hate Auburn. I just dislike Auburn. I hate Tennessee. See, Tennessee's colors is, is that it's that throw up orange. It's not that orange that you can sit with. It's that puke inside of a pumpkin orange that, I, and I don't like pumpkins. So I just I just I, I really don't like Tennessee, man. I I can't stress that enough, man. And they 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 losers. They saw losers because they they they're not Alabama, and I I hate Tennessee, man. That was beautiful, man. Probably best interview I've done all year. Thank you, man. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to Joe Pat on the Bets. This is your host Joe Pat with co-host Ryan V. Shalom. And yeah, that <clears throat> that soundbite right there is everything you need to know about the third Saturday in October. Sheer absolute hatred. And we're going to see the best version of this that we've seen in at least 20 years. All right. Fuck that guy, first of all. (laughs) Hey, you heard it here first. Alabama fans used to hate Tennessee more than Auburn. Because that was where their rivalry game was. Just because of the shade of orange? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right. We got a lot of games to get to. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Before we get into any games... Shout out to uh, Jonathan Mingo, Player of the Week, if you voted in the poll on Twitter. Thank you very much. I do not support this Player of the Week. There was <clears throat> easily three better players this week. He won the vote. Moving on. I did not vote. Jordan did. And I, Jonathan uh, Mingo still won. Stats, nine receptions, 247 yards, and two touchdowns last week. Good job, kid. All right. We got uh, 10 games to get to. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to go to the model to pull some extra games this week because there just wasn't a lot. Wasn't a lot this week. I mean, there are a lot of big games happening, but games that we want to bet on, maybe not so much. Well, we got to get to 20. That's our goal for the week, and that was the hard number to get to this week. All right, first up, Thursday night game. We got Baylor versus West Virginia, 7 o'clock. And Baylor is three and a half point favorite. On the road, that's a uh, pretty decent favorite for uh, Baylor. I I don't know how I think this game's going to go. Honestly, I think the line's pretty accurate. I think Vegas is spot on. I think that's how this game will end. I think Baylor will come out on top, but it won't be by a lot. Well, So maybe it might be a one or two point victory and West Virginia covers. Who knows? Now... The model has West Virginia as a six-point favorite. Ooh. I don't see it happening. Uh, Ooh. C.J. Donaldson is out for this game. Oh. Uh. 
Does the model know so, that? Uh, well, the model doesn't account for injuries. So, <laughs> I am definitely thinking that the model is accounting for CJ Donaldson playing this game. Ah, that being said, we're not touching this game. Not at all. If CJ Donaldson was playing, I'd rock with the model. But with him not playing, um, you okay. take that means I think Baylor yeah. will end up winning by a small margin. All right. Next up, we got a uh, Temple UCF, and this is one that we pulled from the model. This is a another Thursday night game, seven o'clock, and UCF's twenty three point favorite. Now UCF hasn't had a bad season. They've got their four and one wins over uh, SMU, Georgia Tech, and a loss to Louisville. Close loss. Six points. And, uh, yeah, they score a lot of points. They uh, have a high-powered offense. Model uh, model has UCF as an 18-point favorite. So, five-point difference. So, we are moving. Temple, plus 23. <laughs> First bet of the week. Do you, do you really think that's a good idea? Hey, if the model has been anything, it's been good. So, not Games not played on Saturday. And games that involve small teams. Here's the thing. Both the model and Vegas think that UCF is going to crush Temple. Do you really want to just risk that they're not going to crush them that bad? Hey, all I know is the model does what the model does. I mean, it takes our emotion out of the game. That's what it's supposed to do. And I can very easily see... A temple cover. I mean, 23 is a lot to get. A lot. Realistically, it's only three scores. Well, four. If you go Two point conversions, baby. <clears throat> Nobody goes for two like that, though. And Clemson does. <laughs> so, also, like I said, the model has been pretty damn good on games not played on Saturdays. And the model has been pretty damn good on small teams. And both of these would qualify as fitting those categories. Next up, we have Penn State versus Michigan. Our next bet of the week. Big game. Top 10 matchup. This is a Saturday game at noon. Both undefeated. Michigan is a 7-point favorite. It was 6.5 when I made my notes for this game yesterday. And the model has Michigan as a 13-point favorite. So, as I stated, this is our second bet of the week, and we are taking Michigan with the points. Is everyone from Michigan still coming out? No, oh, yeah. uh, Nobody's sitting, Nobody's right? Nobody's sitting. Blake Corum, feeling Blake. good as ever? Always. Hmm. All right, I'll roll with it. Yep. That's what the model thinks, and that's what we're going to go with. I think uh, Michigan has the better quarterback in this game. Uh, Sean Clifford's not terrible at Penn State. He's you're gonna get what you're gonna get out of him. McCarthy gets more uh, yards per attempt. Yeah, McCarthy's the better quarterback. He's thrown one and less he interception. Has, he has the better weapons. Uh, he also has a better run game. Now Penn State, they do have some uh, they do have some good freshman running backs. Uh, Nick Singleton, they've been uh, killing it. 63 carries, 463 yards, and five touchdowns. 7.3 a clip. Can't uh, can't complain there from a freshman. That's pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, so Michigan with the points, minus seven. Now, if this gets to like nine, well, nine, I'm still okay. Ten, we don't want it at ten. Next up, we got Auburn versus Ole Miss, a noon kickoff, and Ole Miss is a 15-point favorite. I'm going to let uh, my co-host tell me what he thinks about this before I tell y'all what, what the model thinks. I'm just going to let you know that this is a uh, double bet, our first in a while. I believe you have the same opinion as me, just because you said that. Would I be correct in assuming that? That depends on what your opinion is. You already know I'm drinking the juice in Oxford. I'm taking Old Miss by 50. Well, you wouldn't be too far. The model has Old Miss as a 32.5 point favorite with a 15 point regular game line. Yeah. Old Miss has the player of the week coming off of a record setting performance. When the spread is. When the model has a spread as double what Vegas does. We gotta take it. And that's definitely a double bet. Next up, we have our first model override in two weeks. Oh, big time. Kansas versus Oklahoma at noon. And Oklahoma is all the way up to a nine point favorite. Oh my goodness. It was six and a half. Something has to it be unaccounted seven... for. They really don't think uh what's it bean. They really don't think Bean can play, but this dude's pretty good. Yeah, Bean had a day. 16-24, 276, 296, something. KJ. Jefferson? That's Arkansas. Yet again, you mixed Arkansas and Oklahoma up. I hate this. But uh, I don't know if Dylan Gabriel's back. Let's see if there's been any news on that. Uh, Yeah, Gabriel is back. Full go in practices this week. Should be back for the game. Now, that being said, Oklahoma should have a more competent offense than they've had the last two weeks. But Kansas defense has been legit. I mean, outside of TCU, they're doing really good. TCU's on the hot streak. You can't really blame Kansas for that, though. TCU's a damn good offense. Uh, It was a shootout. It is another bad spot for Kansas. Played six weeks in a row. Without a bye week. Oklahoma's lost faith. But it really doesn't matter. Oklahoma's played six weeks in a row without a bye week as well. And they've lost three games in a row. They're tired. They're defeated. They want to give up on the season. Uh, well, this was already a model overrun when the model had Oklahoma as a 12-point favorite. But we we're going to bet this game anyways now that this line's all the way up to nine. Uh Hold out on it though. Wait till later in the week. See if it goes even higher. There's no no sense in wasting points if you can. If it goes any higher, great. If it uh dips, if it drops to eight and a half, go ahead and take it before it gets any lower. But yeah, hold out a couple days. See if it goes any higher than nine because it's had some rapid movement really quickly. Next up, we have Iowa State versus Texas. Texas by a hundred. This is another bet. Oh my goodness. How many has that put us up to this week so far? One, two, three, four, five already? You gambling degenerate. We're we're going ham this week. We're looking to send some people on vacations this week. (laughs) So yeah, Iowa State, Texas, another noon kickoff game. 
and Texas is a 16 and a half point favorite. Oh, nope, it's 16. dropped down to 16. That's good for us because uh, we're taking that, Texas with the points. Quinn Ewers is back, and as we stated before, Quinn or this Texas football team is a top 10, probably top 5 undefeated football team with Quinn Ewers. So, we're rolling with we're rolling with Texas, 16 points. Iowa State's been average at best this year. And yeah, model has Texas as a 24 point favorite, 8 point They won last week with uh scoring 9 points, didn't they? Yeah, they played I Well, no. That was uh Illinois that beat Iowa 9 to 6. They also scored 9 last week and lost 10 to 9 versus Kansas State. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good call by my co-host there. Next up, we have Minnesota versus Illinois. Another noon kickoff game. And Minnesota is a six and a half point favorite. Now, I don't know what the hell the model is smoking on this game. Now, uh, let's be real. Illinois could be legit. The model could have absolutely everything spot on. Muhammad E. Raheem's back this week. So that automatically Good. makes Minnesota's offense three times better than it was last week. That's all of their offense coming back. But at the same time, Illinois could be legit. If Illinois is legit, then what this line, what this model line makes sense. But without me being confident in Illinois being legit, I am not going to place my my listeners' money on this game. Model has Illinois as a half a point favorite. That's a big swing. Mm. That's a seven point swing. I don't know what to think about that. I just don't. I I don't know what to think. I'm blown away. Now, I could be wrong. Illinois could. So how does this model account for an injury that happened previously and it didn't add to a player's stats? It's just like, oh, that guy didn't play. I don't think it would uh, account for that, too. That's a good question for Sam. I have to ask him that next time we speak. But yeah, that being said, too many unknowns in this game for me to uh, follow willy-nilly. We're on the brink of it being... I trust the model situation, smaller teams, but they are still Big Ten football teams, so I don't know. Mm. Make your own educated decisions, listeners. With us already having five you degenerates. With us already having five bets and three games to go. You know on you want to slap some money episode. on it. Take the Illinois cover. Trust the model. <laughs> with with three games left on Wednesday's episode and five and ten more games to get to on Fridays and already having five bets and we've got Three more. Yeah, we're going to have eight on Wednesday's episode. So we're going to leave this one alone just because we've already got so much going on this week. Unless you're a gambling degenerate, then just take it. Because you could get all these model picks for yourself if you went on the Patreon. So you can make your own educated decisions either way. We're telling you what the model says right here. That is true. These are your 20. Make your decision. Your 20 freebies. Uh, All right. Next up. And like I said, our last three games are all official bets. So this one, my co-host, I'm already, I'm already sure is going to have something to say. But we're rolling with Miami, seven and a half point, fa- seven point favorites. That's better for us. 
Rolling with Miami, seven-point favorites on the road at 12.30 Saturday against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's a bad football team. Bad pretty team. Pretty fucking bad. They've only beaten Wofford and uh, Boston College. Yeah. Miami, while they've got their struggles and issues, they've still got Tyler Van Dyke, who threw for 500 yards against... Who in the hell did they just play? North Carolina. Which, if you trusted us last week, took the North Carolina cover. You'd know this. And, uh, yeah. Model has Miami as a 12.5 point favorite, so that's enough to move on for me. Especially when I already have faith in Miami. They've just had some struggles the past couple weeks. It's going to happen with a first-year staff and some young players. I mean, look at Oklahoma. That's a dumpster fire. Alright, next up. Uh, this one is one that was pulled from the model, but enough of, I have enough faith in the Buffalo Bulls, and enough faith in the uh, University of Massachusetts to be pretty damn terrible, that I'm going to take Buffalo to cover 17 on the road at the University of Massachusetts. The model, has, model, them, model has them as a 24 point favorite, so, 7 uh, point I mean, difference. Yeah. UMass is consistently one of the worst teams in college football. By rule we take that, so. Buffalo's given Coastal Carolina a game the last two years, so they're a decent football team. I'm taking, I'm rolling with Buffalo. I was confident enough. It's on the first page of the model. First page and the last page is where you're going to find your biggest differences in point spreads. So, rolling with that one. And our game of the week. We will be at the University of Knoxville. University of Knoxville. University of Tennessee at Knoxville. On Friday, time and location, TBD, to be announced to you on Friday's episode, probably, which we will release Thursday, so you can know where we will be on Friday. Come find us, get some stickers, talk to us, maybe uh, maybe win some free shit, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling generous, may give out some free gift cards to the merch store. Nonetheless, you might have guessed it. Go Vols. 3.30 kickoff, Alabama versus Tennessee. Now, there has been some rapid things going on with this line. Preseason, you could have got this line at Alabama, 17.5. Sunday, you could have got this line at Alabama, minus 12. For all of about three minutes. Then it went to ten and a half. And you could have got it at ten and a half for all of about six hours. It's all the way down to seven and a half. And uh when I tell you what the model has to say about this game, now I know all you Tennessee fans, you doubted me last week when I told you. The model is telling me that Tennessee is going to kill LSU. Well, Tennessee killed LSU. The model has been consistently good on Tennessee, and the model has been consistently good on Alabama. Model has this as a pick 'em. <laughs> Dead even. A zero point actually it, it technically has Alabama as a point one point favorite. I really want to tell you this is a money line special pick Tennessee to win the game, but I'm not gonna tell you that. 
because this is a point spread show. Very rarely do we take money line games, especially not when it's a seven and a half point spread. But we are rocking with Tennessee to cover seven and a half. Seven and a half, yeah. It's going to be a tight game. Tennessee's going to play their absolute heart. That hook is important. So if it drops to seven, wait, hold out for a seven, wait, wait for it to go back to seven and a half, get it at seven and a half. We don't want it at seven. That's we're we're risking too much of a push there. We wanted it seven and a half, big time. All right, so yeah, eight total. Oh, also, Cedric Tillman should be back for Bama. Is Bryce uh, Young going to be back for Tennessee? That is uh that is the current look of the scenario. Is that he will be back? Saban says he hopes he can be back. Yeah, I would imagine he should be back. Also, that that also reminds me of uh, something that needs to be shared. Go Vols 24-7. Foreigner Vol. If Bryce Young plays, you take a 15-yard penalty and hit him late to make that shoulder bother him the rest of the game. Hurt him, don't injure him, but you do that and make Bama beat you with the run game or with their backup QB. And this is why Alabama fans hate Tennessee fans. You don't even know that's a Tennessee fan. Anybody can post anything online. Well, I mean, his name is Foreigner Vol, and he pays money to be on the Go Vols 24-7 posting board. So I would imagine he's a Tennessee fan. There's trolls on every site, bro. But every single one. You I refuse to believe it. <laughs> you I'm can't a Tennessee deny, fan. You can't deny that Tennessee isn't known for uh, knocking some key players out of big games. Like when? <laughs> Nick Chubb. Cry about it. I might, but... Cry because Nick Chubb's fragile. He got hurt in the NFL too, buddy. I will say that Tennessee fans as a whole do not take on the same mindset of Mr. Foreigner Vol. But at the same time, you got to remember, these are the same fans that were throwing mustard bottles and golf balls last year, so... It was warranted. (laughs) The refereeing was pretty... The officiating was pretty terrible. It was warranted. It's never warranted. It was. Um, I can tell you what the feel is in Knoxville. They uh they have ordered goalposts to be made for UT Martin because they're afraid that if Tennessee wins, that the goalposts will be in the Tennessee River. So that would be dope. Yeah, this is a game to watch for sure. This was a good game last year. I told, I told anybody that listened last year that look, Tennessee can beat Alabama last year, and that was with. Josh Heupel took over a team that had 30 people let leave through the transfer portal, left with basically no five stars, hardly any four stars, and gets Hendon Hooker, finds an offense that can click, and bam. They're a top 10 football team year two under Josh Heupel. Now, as I've stated, I am not a Tennessee fan. But ever since about midway through the season last year, I've been telling any Tennessee fan that listened to me, look, y'all are going to be legit real quick if Hypo can get a defense. And they're starting to show improvement on defense this year. I mean, they're going to be a scary football team in the future. They're a scary offense right now. They can beat anybody in the country offensively. But... We'll see how their defense holds up against uh, 
of Bryce Young led Alabama. Hopefully, Bryce Young led Alabama. I don't want to hear Alabama fans saying, But it was their backup quarterback. Motherfucker. But Alabama has so much depth. You got seven five-star quarterbacks on your roster. I don't want to hear. We were playing with a backup quarterback. Yeah, maybe give someone else some reps. Uh, That being said, there was a team that won a national championship with backup wide receivers and freshmen on the field. And uh, I didn't hear any excuses coming from them when they got murdered in the SEC championship. So, oh well. That's all I have to say on that matter. That's all we have to say for this Wednesday episode. We'll see you on First of all, Thursday. gotta interrupt you. Gotta interrupt you. First of all, if you disagree with anything we've said here today, you're wrong. Second of all, let us know at Joe Pat on the Bets on Twitter and TikTok and Joe Pat on Yeah, Joe Pat on the Bets dot com. That's the website. Uh you can listen to the podcast on the website too. Uh go find the Patreon so you can make educated decisions for yourselves and not listen to this crackhead. Um and I love you very much. Oh, and go check out the sponsor Pet Nurture Plus for your uh, dogs and cats. Yeah, cool stuff. We, we will see you on Thursday to announce the uh, time and location for our Friday meet and greet. That's all we got for you. We'll see you Thursday. Bye.